Love Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the vibe. My bad, Queen K. I did not put you off mute. I'm sorry. Oh, so sorry about uh-uh. that, love. <laughs> well, we'll start okay. over. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. <laughs> And it's Girl Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to our last episode, y'all, of Queen to Vibes and Visions. We'll get more into it as we get to the sipping tea for your soul topic. But how was your week, Queen K? Uh, it's been bittersweet. I've been um, working my way up to leading to this one. Um, yeah. It's kind of been like a... I don't know, okay? I did uh, do a mental retreat um, this past weekend, which is really nice. I was in the cabin. Um, no Wi-Fi, no uh, no TV, <laughs> no nothing, baby, okay? Just me, God, and birthday. Um, But, you know, it was it was really good. It was really good. I needed it. Um, it definitely gave me more clarity. Um yeah, so it was pretty dope. I can't complain. You know, back to the grind, doing homework right now. But hey, that don't stop. But what about you? Yeah, yes. Um, so my let's see. Last time we was on, my week has been really good. I've been back performing full time now with my full time job, doing Uber, mm-hmm. uh, plus working on the third book. But this past weekend was really dope. Um, I went out to New York. Shout out to um, Gay Rose. She hosted a Legends Poetry Showcase where she had some of the known, like, top-known poets around the country. So it was Maui. You know, if you listen to Self-Care and Chill Maui, you know what I'm saying? Her poetry is so dope. Um, She had Obi West. He was a fucking beast. Um, Amanda Shea, Mahogany Brown. You would have loved her, Queen K, because she was talking about racism, she was talking about how we need to, um, we we need to like basically read, like go back to the drawing board with the education system. Period. And she said that one of her books about like how they tell so many lies got banned. You know what I'm saying from public schools. And I'm like, it's crazy how they don't want like to see the truth. But it was just a phenomenal ass show. Like not even trying to rant. Girl, I was in awe. I was irritated as fuck driving to New York. I'm not going to lie. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all make traffic happen because y'all selfish motherfuckers don't want to let people merge in. You know how many times I had to fucking barge my way into shit? I can say that East Coast has definitely transformed my driving. I'm aggressive as fuck now. But it was overall, I can't complain. It was good. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, y'all, what time for the one time for the last time? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm kind of emotional. Um, okay, y'all. It's that time. Let's go and get y'all this A.O. Queen and King quote. I got two for y'all. Last time y'all going to hear me say sponsored by Pinterest. Um, I did get two quotes mm-hmm. from Pinterest today. Um, both of them, y'all will y'all hear how they are. Okay, so the first one says, the life in front of you is far more important than the life behind you. Y'all, so quickly we get caught up in viewing our past and trying to compare it to our present and letting it alter our future. We don't need it. It, it, We can't go back to it. We can't change nothing. We can't take nothing from it but a lesson. Like, don't even. Don't waste your time on it. It's over. What you did tomorrow, what you did the last hour, you can't get that time frame back. So just move forward and move on and do it with grace. And my second one says, there comes a day when you realize turning the page is the best feeling in the world. Because you realize there's so much more to the book than the page you were stuck on. Y'all, change is good. Growth is good. Growth growth and change go hand in hand to me and my my you know, my personal opinion. So it's okay to go for what you know. It's okay to go for something new. Just do it, you know, just go for it, okay? It might be hard, it might be tricky, but you can do it, I promise. So that is mm. my A.O. Queen and King quote. Now, Queen K. Slay tips for hair, y'all. I got one for y'all, okay? 
This one will grow your hair. I'm actually about to try this myself and see what type of growth I'm going to get. I was scrolling on TikTok. You know, that's my new Google. Um, but this one lady used, she boiled rosemary, mint leaves, and whole cloves, okay? She boiled it, let it come to a rolling boil, and then after that, you're going to let it steep and sit for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, and then once you let it cool down while it's steeping, you're going to pour it into a spray bottle and mist your hair with that frequently. Um, that mm. is said that it um, promotes hair growth, of course. You know, all of us won't length, um, but it also keeps your scalp moisturized. And, um, it also strengthens your hair as well. And there's some other benefits as well. But like I said, rosemary, fresh rosemary, mint, fresh mint leaves, and cloves. Boil it, put it, let it let it seep. When you, when I say let it seep, you're gonna have to cover it. Let it sit for about thirty minutes to itself, like you would do some tea. Put it in the spray bottle. Spray your hair every other day, or you know, every day. You know, especially that's I, I feel like that'll be perfect for my locks, my people with locks. That that'd be a beautiful thing for y'all. Um, but yeah, that is my queen case slave tip. Now we are going to get into this sip and tea for the soul topic. This is the goodbye, y'all. You gonna lead us off? Okay, so I know you guys gonna be like, y'all said that last time when y'all came back, right? Now, um, just hear me out. <laughs> me and Queen K have mutually decided because I was like, hey, you want to like just retire the podcast after season eight? Cause I feel like you know every podcast should have its ending, right? And, you know, she was like, you know, we can actually, you know, end it, <laughs> you know, a little bit earlier than that. Because I can't speak for Queen K, but I can say that life is life for us both in good ways that I know, you know what I'm saying, that we're not going to be able to fully put into this because so many opportunities are happening for both of us. We'll get into that more. But uh, this is a wrap, you know. Queen K said we should talk about what we have um, coming up you know what I'm saying, after the podcast, is well, what we're doing right now, the opportunities that have landed in our lap, talk about our personal growth, and, like, we could kind of do, like, another flashback of, like, what it was like when we first started up and, you know what I'm saying, like, what it has made, like, the intentions we set, like, did we achieve all those intentions with doing this podcast? So I'll let you get into it first. Uh, okay. So, um, so we're gonna start off with what we what we learned, how we grew from the podcast, and then we're gonna lead into our, you know, what we getting into next. However, angle you want to go at it. Okay, y'all. Okay, so I will say first off, I'll go ahead and go into what I'm getting into now. One, I'm really focusing my time on school because um, here come come this May, I will have graduated with my what is this I'm going for? My master's degree. Um, I will mm. be going right back to it to get my doctorate. I'm going for my master's in curriculum and assessment. Um, so, and then another thing that I have just recently tapped into is I have followed a dream of mine for a long time. When I was a little girl, I just wanted to dance. Dance frees me. Dance um, makes me feel like I'm enough. Dance is just my life like it always has been and I stopped um I stopped because one of what people would say or people would think and then um I had kids I gained weight you know all the stuff we go through as women so I completely shut my dream down but here's just recently mm. I seen a dance audition hosted by the lovely today Miss Fitness herself who gave women mm-hmm. myself 25 and up an opportunity to be a part of the Royal Rhythm dance team. Um, and I auditioned and I got it. So I was really yes. proud of myself. That really uh, motivated me. Like, girl, you still got it. You can do this. I was tired as hell, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. My knees were cracking. My back was hurting, but I did it. Okay. Um, and our first performance is November 14th. Uh, we're performing for Eastern Michigan for their halftime show. Um, I'm really excited about that. I just feel like this is a stepping stone. This is going to help me network. This is going to help me get out there. This is also going to give me that strength, that courage that I speak so much about during this podcast. And that's really how that ties in because, honestly, from my spiritual journey to my self-love journey to just being a black woman, period, 
all of the episodes have definitely helped me in my growth process. I didn't even realize how much until I looked back on Spotify at all the episodes we have went over. Like, everything that I'm doing now, I said that I wanted to do. I said I wanted to follow my dreams. I said I want to finish school. I said that I want to love myself more. I said that I want to get a closer relationship with God. Like, I would speak that stuff on the podcast, but do the complete opposite. And it's not until now that I'm realizing that I have started to apply all of that stuff. It took me some time, y'all. It took me some time. I'm not going to lie. I'm only human. But I'm getting it now, and I'm just so thankful because not only did this podcast just give me a way to use my voice when I didn't feel like I had a voice, but it boosted my confidence. I From the first show, I'm like, nah, I'm not listening back to these because I don't like how I sound. Now, I, can get, I don't care, okay? I'm happy with Kinnett or Queen K, like, she has really stepped up the plate and made me who I am. Like, I I owe this podcast everything. I'm not even going to lie because without it, baby, some of my darkest days, I have smiled because of this podcast. I have I was just given a chance to be heard. So And I wouldn't ask for nothing else. Like, if I had to do it all over again, with no doubt, I swear I would do it all over again. But, yeah. This podcast has definitely been my saving grace, my blessing. Thank you, Complex, for even having that idea during that time frame. Like, it not only helped during COVID, it just helped with life in general right now. So, yes, I'm thankful. Yes. Um, And, yeah, once again, congratulations on joining the dance team. I knew you had it when I sent the gift with Vivid. Well, Aunt Viv, when I took out, like, she's going to kill it just like that. Because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, ever since I've known Queen K, she's always loved to dance. You know, she was on the step team when I first met her. Um, at her job, they used to, like, always do dance routines on their break. You know what I'm saying? And she would be practicing at home. Like, she's just always had, like, that rhythm. Like, she's fluid. I feel like some people are stiff, like, you know what I'm saying? And some people, it just fluently easily comes to them and that's you all the way so I'm glad that you're stepping back into that dream for me um you're welcome for me oh see so okay I took a break back in July from doing poetry y'all um because one thing I did not you know I'm gonna tell people is I suffer from imposter syndrome where I start to compare myself to people um I start to pay attention to how the audience reacted to a certain person and, and how they reacted to me. And I started to, like, really question. Um, you know, I would see people getting features, and I'm like, well, what am I not doing right? So I took a break because I wanted to focus on finishing up my third book, Bitter Street Reflections. And I noticed I was, like, kind of sad. Like, I was going through withdrawals of, like, what the fuck do I do with myself? Because I'm usually going to open mics every damn day. Like, it was to the point where I was, like, sneaking on people's lives when they was at events just watching. I felt like a little kid sitting up in their room watching kids outside playing while they on punishment. And I'm like, I really do miss it. But God had to sit me down and basically tell me, like, when I put you out there in that poetry scene, I didn't put you out there to think that you weren't good enough. I put you out there to... Speak about your healing journey. Speak about some of the stuff that you struggle with, how you're gracefully going through it so, you know, you can help somebody else wake up and start their healing journey. And ever since that, I promise you, and I think the hair color, too, the hair color changed, too. Mm-hmm. I have been giving it my all since I came back in August, and I'm really falling back in love with writing because, like, it's crazy that you say that, you know, one of your dreams was dancing, one of mine was writing, and Queen K watched me give that up. For a long time, I gave it up. Yes. And after no apologies, you know what I'm saying, I was still second-guessing myself. Like, oh, do I really have anything good to write about? Or did I just go through some fucked-up shit with that man, you know what I'm saying, to write this book? And God was like, no, you've always had the talent. You can write about other things. Like, you know, focus on the podcast. Look at those topics. And you could come up with another story. Um so, you know, I've been doing that. Um, I'm four chapters away from finishing Bittersweet Reflections. I am doing my uh, next Stimulate Your Mind face-to-face motherhood. I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. Like, oh, you know, if I, put the, if I, if I promote the flyer, is anybody going to come? But then I had to just basically 
our our minds will tell us some fucked up lies. I had to tell myself, God mm-hmm. got you. God is going to make sure that it's a it's a perfect turnout like it was last time because of how you know what I'm saying you're investing into it. You're you know you're buying food. You're buying food. Nobody has to pay. They can be able to eat when they get there because of how intentional you are with it. Why would God bring you this far to leave you, right? So I've had to learn that. Another thing, guys, me and Queen K, we're not doing retreats face-to-face, but we have started doing, as a man, as a woman, group sessions. We did our first one back in September. I'm going to lean more towards doing just as a woman because I just feel like men are not ready to heal yet. But we'll cross that bridge later. We're going to do it six months from September. I think we're going to do our next one in March. We'll be doing it um you know, via Microsoft Teams and everything. So if you definitely want to join, like we started doing that, you know, it's it's one step closer to the retreat, though. It's not the end of us, you know what I'm saying? It's just that we're growing. Um, let's see, yeah. what else? Uh, I've been just focusing on myself. I've been really focusing on myself because with finishing this book, I realized the cycle that I've been repeating every year is that I find things to distract myself from really grieving. Um, grieving was not a learned behavior in my household. We, I've only, we only cry at funerals and then we tuck it away and we just make ourselves busy. And I'm used to doing that. And, and it's crazy because finishing up this book during the time where both my grandma and my mom went to the hospital and passed away, you know what I'm saying? It's hard, but it's just teaching me like, you know, I want different. I, I like, honestly, Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, is motherfucking insanity, and I'm tired of being insane. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, it's bittersweet for me too, you know, like leaving and everything. But I've really outgrown um, podcasts in general. But this was my favorite one. Out of self love is my rehab and Queens of Wise, this was always my favorite one because it felt authentic. You know what I'm saying? It felt like real personal. God was in every conversation that we had. You know what I'm saying? I never had to second guess anything. Like it just felt real. Um, we got on here and we talked about the ugly and the good. It was never all positive. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we got to talk about like, listen, I don't know how to give grace. I don't know how to forgive and forget because queens are not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't always your crown sometimes is going to tilt. But um, yeah. So I'm gonna let you go into the next angle. Uh, okay, next angle. I think I went into everything. I talked about... You know, he is not about to wrap that shit up. (laughs) I know. You know, sympathy for Yeah. Oh, okay, I can discuss uh, some of the feedback that I've gotten over the years. We can do that. Um, Yep. I've definitely... Okay, so I will shout out my guy, Baby Angel. Um, She was, like, one of our most consistent listeners. Um, some of my staff members were, What you want to know what I want to do? Shout out to all the guests that were a part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. some of those were some of the most powerful episodes that we have had. Like, we have really had some dope-ass guests. Um, so mm-hmm. shout out to all of you guys for even supporting us. So I, I really do appreciate y'all taking out that time for us. Um, just being a part of something that was near and dear to the both of us, that's the one thing. Um Shout out to all the businesses that were highlighted, all of the other podcasts, all of the, just the growth in general. But I will say I want to mm-hmm. shout out to the listeners because without y'all, this wasn't possible at all. I mean, it would have been, but I, I we appreciate the support. Um, I will yes. say that this has definitely been a learning experience. And with this, it helped me to realize that it's okay if no one calls up. It's good when somebody mm-hmm. calls up. I mean, because, you know, one is just us getting our voice out there, for one, and talking about topics. If they don't listen to it, if they don't call up right then and there, baby, I know on Spotify or on Blog Talk, we're going to get some numbers in. But for those mm-hmm. who do just call in and listen, it just really warms my heart. Like, I love hearing the numbers or seeing the numbers when I periodically have to go in on Blog Talk, seeing how many people just listen in, in general. Um, and it yeah. taught me how to appreciate those numbers. You know, so so quickly we get caught up in, oh, we got to have this many people or this many people got to like this, and it's, it's not that number we feel like we failed. But, no, 
I'm grateful for whatever because I feel like it's a line for those people to listen to it. It might not be. They they might hear an episode from, like, our first two seasons, and, you know, but it's fine. It is fine. It's growth. Mm-hmm. It's getting to somebody. At that time, I feel like the message will get to the person that it's needed to. So that's how I feel about that. So, yeah, just shout-out to all the support, really. Like, that's, that, that was big. Really thank y'all for everything. And thank you, Complex, for yeah. some of the most hardest to-the-God questions. You really picked my brain for eight seasons. You picked my brain one with your questions and two, like, yeah, by the way, uh, you can come up with the topic for this. Girl, <laughs> yeah, you mm-hmm. you really pulled that growth card in me. Like, I'm not going to lie. That is, yeah. Yes. I definitely want to give a shout-out to the listeners, too. Um, thank you all for rocking with us for three years. Um, thank y'all for like, you know, sharing the flyers, um, you know, giving the feedback that you did. Thank you for the guests that came on and had a good time. Like every time I did the pre interviews, you know, they would be nervous, but once they got on it just seemed like, Oh, this is like a normal conversation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and they gave us our flowers. Thank you for giving us our flowers. Thank you for just coming on here and taking it serious and, you know, like not, you know, lollygagging and bullshitting around. Like, thank you for the gems you dropped. Thank you for trusting in our safe space to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Because we talk about some heavy stuff on there. Like, um, I know we probably don't get into this, like our favorite episodes, but I know the last one with body dysmorphia with trends and uh, uncomfortable conversations with Trish. Oh, my God, with Trish and Trend, y'all, baby, <laughs> y'all really, really, you know what I'm saying, like, talk to <laughs> some stuff. I'm still going to listen back to these episodes um, because I want to continue to hold, you know, to hold myself accountable because I feel like growing up, I had to learn on my own what it was like to be a woman, you know what I'm saying, um, because some of the things that I was told from the woman in my family it just didn't make sense to me. Everyone is different. Like, my grandma used to wear the business suits, you know what I'm saying, with the skirt and, like, the kitten heels in her 30s. I'm 33, and, baby, I don't wear that. You know what I'm saying? I don't wear the business suits. You'll probably see me um, dressed up in, like, some khakis or some heels, or, like, I would probably have, like, a cardigan on with a sweater dress. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's, it's just different for me. And with my job, I dress down because some of the houses we go into are not the best, so you don't want to be, you know what I'm saying, dressing up and, you know, fuck yourself up. So sometimes you'll see me in a hoodie dressed down. But I just had to learn to um, define what my own type of womanhood, and this podcast has helped me with that. But I have a question for you. Um, I'm listening. What growth, what growth have you seen in yourself from 2020? to 2023 with doing this podcast, and what growth have you seen in your co-hosts? Okay. Um, okay, so I'm taking it back to our first, I think our first season, um, we did a personal interview, Mom Doesn't Mean Over, right, where you interviewed me about having three kids and not wanting to stop my life or not not letting that stop my growth. Um, that. That is one thing that I have learned. Now, I did before. Like I said, I come on there, I'll talk, I'll talk, but then I'm not doing what I'm saying, right? Um, But recently I have realized that it's okay for me to go after my dreams. It's okay for me to still have a life outside of my kids. Like, I have seen that growth in me. I'm going out more. I'm doing stuff for me. I joined the dance team for me where, you know, I get to perform. You know, I've seen – I spend a lot of time with my kids and on my kids. I make it, I'm making sure they're doing everything that they want to do. But where is it for me? You know, I was feeling lost. I was feeling closed in. And I spoke about all these things. And I'm like, and you know, I'm telling you guys, like, yeah, you can still have this life. You can still be a good mom. But I wasn't doing it. And I felt trapped for a very, very long time. But now I'm realizing, like, no, just because I'm a mom, that don't mean my life has to stop, and that don't mean I have to feel some type of way because I'm doing something that I love. You know, me being at peace, this is what it is, me having to find out what I love. So by me doing that, I feel like I can be a better mother because I'm not going to be 
upset or angry because I'm feeling trapped or, you know, I'm getting sad or I'm depressed. No, I'm living life, and I'm still being a mother at the end of the day. I can do both at the same time. So that that's one place where I've grown. With you personally, I've seen that you, one, you take your writing more serious. You stay dedicated and focused to your writing. Also, you have learned to protect your peace and energy. When something doesn't serve you, you're no longer cutting stuff with a butter knife no more. Like, I'm so happy that you use your voice. Like, um, you've overcame the abusive situation. I know you still have your moments, but you are way more stronger than you were in 2020 when we first started that. Like, it, it's crazy how much you've grown from that situation alone, how you freely move around Philly without a care or a worry in the world, how you can stand up to the person who caused you the most pain, how you just deal and grow with everything life throws at you. You're a homeowner. At 32, you are a home, 31, 32, you are a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Like, you out doing big shit in another state by yourself, like, that's growth right there. First off, you didn't run back home. You didn't. I'm not saying anything to those who had to go back home, but you're doing it like it's unmatched. Mm-hmm. You're a traveling coach. You're a traveling life coach. Like look at all of the stuff that you're doing. It's amazing, and you're taking off in a positive way. And this is just the beginning. Like it's just the beginning. It is just the beginning. And how far you came so far, I already know the sky's the limit. Like. There's no stopping you now. It's mm. over. Like, you're full speed ahead. So, yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of growth and change in you within these last three years. So, yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so that one, Mom is Not Over, we actually had the guest Natalia on for that one. I remember your personal interview because it still gives me chills. I got used to the routine. That one was really oh. powerful. I learned I get I learned a lot um from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying about you. I mean I did learn about about you a lot about you, but it taught me things that I got used to and how I was so stuck to a routine in my relationship. But um thank you for that. Uh, so the personal growth that I see in myself from twenty twenty to now, twenty twenty three, um, I'm not so caught up in the numbers like I used to be, and I've allowed this podcast to just be what it was going to be. Because remember, I used to be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, is the content good enough? I used to question the content, y'all. I remember I told y'all that one time I woke up in the middle of the night, you know what I'm saying, just talking about how I just want to be black and just, you know, be free without getting canceled. That was my biggest fear of getting canceled. But um, over the over <laughs> over the three years, I found my voice. Um, huh? I said I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, like, you know, like, over the years, like, I have I found my voice and, um, you know what I'm saying, like, just really sticking up for myself, um, learning that I can't control how people perceive me. Of course, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm, I, I hate being rude. It takes a lot for me to, like, really be rude. And even when I am being rude, I still hold my tongue. Like, I can't hit below the belt like anybody else. But I'm just still glad that I'm able to speak up for myself because there was a time where, like, I would bottle shit up and just, like, let my body language and my anxiety speak for me instead of just saying, no, this does not feel right. But I got tired of suffocating that inner child in me because, you know, when we suffocate ourselves, we're hurting ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with shit we know that's not right for us. Um, I've also, I've also grown with, like, just, you know, like, just really falling back in love with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Doing shit that I really love to do. Like, I got 28 poems, y'all. I got two un- I got two unfinished pieces. Like, my right, my pen has just been going because God is telling me it's my season. Um, I'm, I'm signing up for workshops, like, you know, just to be more of a student. Um, just really working on myself and just going after everything, but also pouring into myself and not depending on others to validate me. Um, The growth I've seen in you, (laughs) the growth I've seen in you, because, baby, when I say, when I, I still listen back to season one, the first five, six, no, the first three to four episodes, 
Net was quiet, okay? Like, like she would only talk for, like, 30 seconds to a minute. <laughs> and then I had to be the one talking. I'm like, I feel like I'm just monopolizing the fucking podcast. They're going to be like, this bitch is stuck up. Let the other one talk. But, no, Queen K was just really nervous, and she did not trust in what she had to say. I didn't see her high, I didn't see her light up until we did that hair episode. You know what I'm saying? I am not my hair. <laughs> she lit up. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've seen you grow because, like, you're going after – what you want in life, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, when I when I was back home and we was getting ready to go out for my birthday, I noticed how you got your little vision board in the uh, corner and how you were saying, um, I'm sorry, not little. I hate saying that word because I feel like that minimizes. But I say little because, like, it's not that big one. She had, like, a dry erase board. But, like, how you were saying, you want to fall back in love with yourself and, like, just the goals you set for yourself, how you have brought that journaling book, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's something, that's not something that Queen K would have did in the past. You're smiling more in your pictures. I remember there's a time where you never fucking smile. You're smiling more. Um, you know, you're taking more pictures. You're having fun. You're not staying to yourself. The fact that you went all the way to a place where you don't know nobody. Queen K don't drive nowhere, y'all. She don't drive far places by herself, but you went out there, you didn't get in your head and say no, you know what I'm saying, you went out there with no Wi-Fi, you didn't find no reason to leave, you stayed, you know what I'm saying, and just, you did that, with the whole dance team, you didn't get in your head, like you are, you're silencing, you're silencing the old voice, the voice, that fear, you said all the time, change scares you, but you're overcoming it, you said fear changes, yeah. you know, fear but you're overcoming it. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have grown a lot. Like, the fact that you get on here and you're just real truthful, knowing that you're a private person. You get what I'm saying? You could have just been talking about everything from a general aspect and could have been like, oh, no, that don't apply to me. But, no, you like, you know, I'm going I'm to give it to y'all. So you've definitely, definitely grown. And um, Queen K said she going, you know, she she wrote a book, but she bullshitting, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But she said she going to dabble into the, the battle rap. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, got to go and get into the battle rap, you know, since I think I'm a rapper, y'all. Don't take me no mind, y'all. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be no rapper. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Um, dang, I had a question. Lord, where it go? Favorite moment. Nope. Like favorite favorite episodes. No, just favorite moment. Man, listen. Favorite. Uh, in general, um, you know, I always have to have a couple. In general, when you said "bird was full of shit," like I'm sorry, that's the motherfucking highlight. <laughs> that's what six rent free in my head because I've just never heard you call a spade a spade before like that. Like, nah, like, see, so you, you over here sugarcoating. Let's call a spade a spade. Bird was full of shit. That's it's rent free in my head. Um, I'm trying to think. The funny, like, when we always laughing on here, like, the moments where, like, we just really just forget and just start cracking the fuck up, but at the same time, you know how to bounce back. But it's like we don't even care. I don't edit those parts out because the shit that we talk about is so heavy. You need the laughter. You need, you know, you need to debris and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you don't want to always cry because then somebody's going to be like, oh, shit, I don't want to come listen to this. Uh, let's see, what's what's another favorite moment? Mm, shit. When we did the Forgiveness University one, I don't know why. That's that's just my favorite favorite one because it's teaching me what I need to forgive um, in life. Like um, like you know, because it's hard for me to forgive and forget. But the bird is full of shit. That that's my highlight. I swear. Every time I listen to that episode, it's the same laugh every fucking time. For me, it's my favorite part is the as a woman question because I never know <laughs> what I'm going to get. Like, <laughs> it will be sometimes, y'all, I will get on here and I'd be like, Lord, please don't let her give me nothing too hard. Please don't let her give me something that I got to reflect <laughs> on me about every time. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, y'all thinking that my reaction is planned? No, that's really how I feel in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. just, yeah, just 
laughs. Like we had some funny parts. Uh, we shed some tears. Um, it it has been one for the book. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking back, like yeah. it's it's really been a dope experience. Really been a dope yeah. experience. <sighs> but cool this chat. ain't over, y'all. So just hey, just it's a stepping stone. We didn't, we didn't say it mm-hmm. at all. You know, we talked about it all. That's how I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, no more questions? No, I don't got no more because y'all know I'm about to cry. Y'all know I'm sensitive. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we can go. We, we can wrap it up if you want to <laughs> and go into the next segment. All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead in that segment out. We're going to go on jump. Oh, shit. <laughs> jump into the as a woman question. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, the question is, as a woman, what song helps you to embrace you? Mm, Free by Perry Jones. How you going to take my fucking right? answer? Oh, that's your song. See, girl, that's how that's you like right here. <laughs> is my song that helps me through I listen to that song every morning every morning when I wake up after my prayer I play that song on repeat while I get ready for work like that really frees Mm. me like I love what she's saying the words the melody is just put together so well I love the message behind it all of that it really makes me feel Mm. powerful so that's my song. What about you? Um, well, now I gotta pick another damn song. I'm gonna pick two. God damn it! And she took mine. Don't get um, free, huh? I said, well, go ahead then. Um, so free by Perry Jones. Um, the way she sings it when she says, "I don't need validation," and like, "I'm free. I'm human, but I'm comfortable with me." Like. That really does help me to embrace me, to let go of the cares of how people perceive me because um, I really have to, when I care, I care. So that song helps me to detach and really understand that everything is temporary. Um, You can't expect and, like, hold on to people and expect them to always make you feel good. You got to do it for yourself. You got to feel comfortable with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because all you have is self. But another song that helps me to embrace me, um, it's not really a self-love song, but I don't know why I just, like, really love it. Um, I don't know. It's uh, not what, what song is it. I, okay, I've been on some, like, Brent Fires. <laughs> I've been, like, really on some Brent Fires shit. But every time I hear the song Rolling Stone, where he says, I'm sorry if I let you down. Like, I'm sorry in advance if I let you down. That shit just does something to my spirit. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it just it helps me to embrace me because it's like, hey, listen, I'm sorry if I let you down. I'm a rolling stone. I'm too wild for you to own. I love it. I'm listening to that podcast. <laughs> Brent was talking, okay? And a lot of people be sleep yeah. on him, but y'all better wake up because my man is talking. Yeah, thank but, you to okay. Q for putting me on to him. Oh, no problem. All right, y'all. Uh, um, no, I said, I said not you. I said Q. I said shout out to Q for putting me on I to him. I thought you said I'm talking about some no problem. See, it pays to listen, <laughs> y'all. It pays to listen. <laughs> well, thank. <laughs> but anyway, um, oh shoot, what are they? Okay, y'all, we're going to jump on into to my kings and queens complex. Who you highlight tonight? I want to shout out Ambanti. That man is funny as fuck. Um, I want to shout out Obi West as well. I'm going to say Ambanti first. So if y'all follow TikTok, because I noticed that some of his videos is not on Instagram. It's a, it's a video where he talks about how women pull up and they man not back from the club. <laughs> and it's just... Oh. It's so fucking accurate because, like, he calls the phone, and when he goes to voicemail, the look on his face, that's the that's the look I think that every woman, I know this nigga did not just, and then how he closed his eyes and tried to calm down, yo, I have been there. 
You ain't have to drag me like that. That shit was funny. And then, like, he walked around to the back to see if he was parked. And he was like, oh, I'm going to stand right here until he get here. And he just, you see a scene where he's standing there just staring. <laughs> I was like, yo, but I'm so glad I am not at that moment anymore. But, dog, it was triggering and funny to see that. Um, Obi West. Now, listen, every poet was fucking phenomenal yesterday. Really fucking phenomenal. But I got to give him a shout out again. He did this poem about how psychological manipulation looks. Because he said, I feel like in society, you guys are so insensitive to people, you know what I'm saying, who are in emotional and physical abusive relationships. Um, first of all, his set overall was really good because he even did a a, um, a poem about the point of view from a homeless person. Then he did one about a little three-year-old boy getting molested. Like, girl, he was going. Um, but that one, the psychological one, manipulation one, really, really spoke to me because he, you see him as a pimp talking to the prostitute, telling her, like, you know what I'm saying, you sorry, you don't never want to do that, you're always making excuses, get out there, you know what I'm saying. He said, put those high, you know, put those whole heels on and walk up them high heels and get my fucking money. And then you see him slowly turning into, like, listen, listen, just talk to me. When, when have I never been there for you? And it was just like, yo, it was dope. Thank you. Because um, I know that's not easy because some people can say, like, oh, you did that a little too well. Is you toxic? But sometimes our po- poetry is not the person's story sometimes. Sometimes it could be a story about another person. So just thank you for painting that picture last night. That's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely got to go watch that. Okay, um, I'm going to highlight just everybody. Everybody that's growing, that's changing, that's working towards something, shout out to you. Follow your dreams. Um, this is to all my kings and queens, especially those who have supported us throughout the years. Um, just thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this this is dope. And thanks, like like I said again, and I've said plenty of times before. Thank you, Complex, because baby, we did it. We did. It. <laughs> this yes, is our did. baby. This is our baby. So yeah, just shout out, shout out to us. There we go. We're closing it yes. out. Shout out, <laughs> um, shout out, shout to, out to you, Queens of Rob's Vision. Yes. Yep. Shout out. Because we did that. We was definitely a vibe and we was the vision. That's, that's what we are. Um. All right. Nice. Let's jump into this Ask Queen K or girl, I got something to say. What you got for me, Complex? So I didn't want to dabble in it, but. I know I'm going to be called out as a woman who does not like to hold another woman accountable, but I I just need to know. Why do you feel like society is real harsh when it comes to Jada Pinkett right now, with her living in her truth? Because I get get that some things should just be sacred and that she should have just, you know, not come out about it, but Will Smith and Jada have always had an open relationship. They ain't never hid nothing. So why are we starting to be harsh? On her, so what? Like, what's your take on everything that you've seen, like the stuff that she's come about, out about? I'm so happy that you brought this up because I feel like people have a problem with her doing it, but when Will wrote a tell-all book, see, that's the problem. A lot of mm. people don't read them because if they read, they would see that he is the first one to come out about all of this crap. Okay. She's just giving it mm. to y'all from her point of view. And now everybody has a mm. problem with it coming from her. But my thing is, we always said, as too perfect, everybody always said, it's too perfect. Ain't nobody that happy. We always said it, but now all of a sudden, since she's telling y'all that to y'all face, she's telling y'all with her words, now everybody like, oh, she the devil, oh, she evil, she was never right for Will. Mm-hmm. Hold on now. Hold mm-hmm. on. He even said himself, living with him was horrible because he pretty much put her on a pedestal so high and tried to keep her from the world. He didn't want her to get out. That's smothering. Okay? He was very mm-hmm. toxic. You can't you nobody should be able to judge them one because they didn't live in their life. It is not like they was with them twenty four seven that they went the thing with them on. You cannot fight this woman for or feel a type of way with this woman expressing what she went through in her eyes. 
you cannot, okay? Mm-hmm. It's her damn business. Either you're going to listen to it and be entertained, or you can go ahead. You don't have to listen to it. I think people in social media is putting so much on it that they're putting it in a negative light when really this is a woman with her voice, and that shows you so much how social media and how all of these entities are still trying to silence women. It's okay when they do it, but it's a problem when she do it. When Will mm-hmm. was doing it, it was cool. She doing it, it's like, whoa, wow, where is that coming from? Never. And then it was mm-hmm. one incident that I where it's like uh, she was never a good wife to him because she was shocked that he mentioned her and he stood up to her with that whole slap stood up for her with that whole slap with Chris Rock and her whole thing was we've been separated since 2016. I didn't know he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. See, they, they they thought so much of the social media and their social image that they were willing to put a, their differences aside to be Will and Jada Smith in front of the cameras when really they were living right. two separate lives at the beginning. Like, come on now. Mm. Y'all don't know what the hell. But see that that just goes to show you people will keep up a uh you know a fake a fake front just for the media. For instance, Tiana mm-hmm. Taylor and her husband have been separated for a while, but nobody knows this mm-hmm. stuff because you don't let it in your personal life. But the moment you yeah. do, everybody is so quick to point the finger. My thing is, what what about the three pointing back at you? Your own life ain't picture mm-hmm. perfect. So stop it. I understand everybody's going to have their own opinions, but my thing is respect this woman. I'm sorry. Let her tell yeah, her story. Yeah. Let her use her damn voice. Everybody's just flipping it so negative, like I hate all of the memes and all of that stuff because it's just like y'all desensitizing women having voices. Like, why? And it'd be women doing the shit. Like, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, just and men, like, too, yeah. So. Yes, and men too. Like men are re- black men are really quick to tear down a black woman for living in yes. her truth because we're not supposed we're we're only supposed to sit there. Somebody said it in their poem. I think it was Mahogany. She did a poem uh, about black girl magic, and she was saying like they, they wanted us to stand there like statues and just smile. You know what I'm saying? Be on display and not have a voice. We're too much when we start to do that. And I would say for Will, like not you know not not trying to discredit that man, but I understand that he said he grew up in a house where his mom got abused and he did not want that. But what we don't understand is what we see growing up, We can it can still rub off, off on us because for him smothering her and putting her up on a pedestal, it just shows that some of those controlling ways rubbed off on you. Anybody that grew up in yep. a controlling household, you have those ways. Baby, I had those ways. I'm still working through those ways because I saw the women in my family talk at their men, and the men never said nothing. But I've been coming across niggas that's not niggas. I've been coming across men that say, no, you're not going to talk to me like that, right? So it's like I've seen a meme today that said, listen, embracing you is fine, but embracing parts of you that you may need to work on, that's the problem. Like, you can't sit up there and say, I'm going to be me, either take me or no. You're going to be alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be alone. No one's ever going to want to put up with you unless you go get yes man or yes woman. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, it's okay to embrace you, but sometimes you got to call a spade a spade and realize when you're toxic. And I feel like people who got their own shit going on, it's easier to point and analyze someone else's problems because you don't have to focus on yours. We don't look at those three fingers pointing back at us because we're so busy focusing outward instead of inward. So, yes, you, I'm yeah. so glad that you said that. And I'm not saying that, you know what I'm saying, Jada is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, I really feel like all of that should be personally between y'all, but they've always been open. So who am I to tell you how to live your life? Because somebody might say that about me. Oh, Tasha, you keep it a little bit too real. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is what it is. Whew. Okay, yeah. that Yeah, I'm so thank Thank you for bringing that up because that is shit been really bothering me. But, um, mm-hmm. okay, y'all, we're going to go ahead and close the show out. Uh, Complex, lead us out with that no apology thought followed by that self-affirmation. So I only got one tonight, and I'm going to just say it plain and simple. Don't let people play in your fucking face. Um, Act accordingly. Like, watch how people act and just act accordingly. Don't say nothing. Don't put your energy into anything. You just sit back, watch with your motherfucking buttery popcorn and whatever your favorite drink is, 
You get what I'm saying? Um, and just let them be and just go the fuck on. Know that God going to bless you. Um, know that anything that you ever do will come back tenfold. So never feel like you got, never feel like you played yourself or you got used. You get what I'm saying? God is going to bless you because he knows where your heart posture is, because you don't have cruel intentions. And I'm saying that to myself right now. So don't let people play in your face, but you know what I'm saying? Don't give in to the energy of lowering your vibrations to tell a motherfucker off. See what people want to do. And you know what I'm saying? Stop having expectations of what you want them to do. You get what I'm saying? And my affirmation is... uh, my potential to succeed is infinity. My potential to succeed is infinity. Um, I thank you for confirming that, but I know that the sky is the limit. Um, the dream that I have of creating a community center one day, I know it's going to come true. And the podcast was started as a stepping stone for that. But life has life in good ways for me and Queen K that, you know what I'm saying, it's time to put it to rest. You know, every show has its ending, and we've been doing this for three years, and we got eight seasons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if any of the podcasts has ever had that many seasons in three years, but we was working at it. First, it was every Monday, then it was every other Monday, but God is taking us on a journey, and we have to put this to bed. We came back because we did miss it, but we both realized we outgrowing it, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we was both just, like, not saying that and just coming on, but it was like, I was like, I'm so glad we both think alike because I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We could end it earlier too. But um, that's all I got. I I really am thankful. Shout out to you, Queens of Vibes and Visions, because the energy you set for me and Queen K, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for being a safe platform for us too. Yeah. So with that being, with that being said, I'm, I'm, damn, I'm about to say Queen K. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the Vibe. <laughs> And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love, y'all. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.